This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. Welcome back, South Philly Sauce, an Odyssey original, brought to you by 94WIP and Jack Daniels, Ashlyn Sullivan, Al Morganti. Here with you, 22 games remain this season. We are in a mad dash to the end of this. It's been really exciting stuff, Al. A lot of news coming out of practice, the trade deadline one week from this recording, and uh, a lot going on, a lot of moves being made as well. I think the biggest, so let's start it off with Hal Peterson being sent down after his performance against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Felix Sandstrom being brought up. Uh, what, What do you think of this move? Well, I think it was it was obvious that they had to do something. Peterson was really bad in Pittsburgh. And it was, I, I guess, refreshing to hear a coach basically say it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to we have to get it. We have to have better, even with a veteran player like that. And I think it was it was expected. We'd been mentioned it previously is like, you know, players know you can't fool a locker room. And, and plus, I, I think they wanted to just get an upgrade in that if they possibly could. and. You know, Ashlyn, you know what would happen if Peterson had come in and played a home game and been not good? It would have been an ugly scene. So I think that uh, it was such an obvious uh, move to be made that they just he just wasn't you can say up to par. He was in in English terrible and and had (laughs) had had to be just had to be sent down. He did. Yes, it was a very bad showing. And like you said, I really appreciated Torts's honesty in his press conference. He said, I did not feel like Cal was good enough last game and he didn't come contemplate giving him one more start. He was questioned, you know, should you give him another start? And John Torrell said no. But he did mention, and I think this is interesting, that there hasn't been a big difference in the play of Peterson and Sandstrom, at least in the AHL. And basically, this is just Felix's turn to try it out. But he doesn't it seemed like he didn't expect it to be that big of a difference here in the NHL? Well, I hope it is. <laughs> I, I hope when, you know, I hope when Sandstrom's here, I mean, I was in the locker room, I guess it was Thursday. Yeah. I guess I was between the Volvo and the Saab because I had the two goalies together, the two Swedes. <laughs> so you're hoping, you're hoping that that works a little bit better coming in. And, you know, he did, he did mention that Erson didn't, that he didn't want him, you know, back to back, that he was going to stress him out like that. Mm-hmm. But I asked Sam about I said, you know, can you can you go back to back? And he was like, Yeah, I can go back. Man goes up in Sweden. We did three games in a row. Uh, so 
if it got really hairy, I mean, if it was really you had to have it and Samson doesn't look like he's that strong, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of went in that direction. I mean, he seems more than willing to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, Tortorella's got this really bizarre relationships with goalies like like I just just stop the puck type of thing like I don't know and in fact that that last game remember we did the game where the lights went out where the half of the lights went out it was and yeah. you know, we thought he was sort of joking with uh with Harrison like I asked him we were ahead I don't care I don't give a bleep what he said we we're going to play the game so I I asked Sam I said Torts was just kidding right and he looked at me and goes you know, I don't think any goalie likes to play with the with the lights, with the lights. lights off. <laughs> what does he said? So he, I think it was legitimately like I think if if they hadn't been winning that game, they wouldn't have played. <laughs> uh, wow. I don't think either goalie really wanted to go in that thing. I mean, it was you know if you he said if they had started the game like that, it would have been one thing. But mm -hmm. to have it change in the middle, so I mean, they won, so it was fine. But the bottom line on it is, I I think he's more than willing. If they have this thing, Sandstrom comes up and he's not good enough. Like they go, what, three or four back-to-backs coming up, one next yeah. weekend, or yeah. this weekend uh, coming up, back-to-backs. Uh, yeah. back like I'm, I'm, if it's really like they have to have the game, I think that Erson will be knocking on the door and saying, I can go. I love that. And 22 games remain this season, and that's what I was wondering. And I think that's why this move was made on Thursday and Wednesday is the Flyers do have a back-to-back -back this weekend. you got a Friday night. And a Saturday night, Friday night in Washington against the Capitals, a major game, Saturday at home against Ottawa. I got to think that you're going to have Arison go Friday night in Washington, most likely. Oh, yeah. It's a shot on Saturday. That's that's probably what's going to happen. Ottawa is a struggling team yep. to come in. So, But there's a lot of pressure. There's always a lot of pressure on goalies. But now it's like, okay, now here's your opportunity. And then we see this with Arison. I mean, he's always stepped up to the opportunity. However, each time there's been a rocky kind of first step. Mm -hmm. So I think he, uh, I think um, Tortorella is going to have to look out for that and watch for that. Uh, not going to toss him away after one bad period or whatever. Right. But they're they're important games in the playoff hunt, and that's why when people say, "In back in the day, you could use one goaltender," that's not the case anymore. You you get you got to have a couple of goaltenders. Yes, especially right now in this stretch of the season, and how much hockey is left to be played in March, the really busy month, and. John Tortorella yesterday was very interesting. He was asked about this team and playoff hopes and really kind of the first time he talked about the chance of a playoff for the Flyers. So let's hear what he had to say. Where I remember when uh, a long time ago, back in 04, when we won a cup in Tampa with a really young team, we didn't have a clue what we were doing. We didn't have a clue what type of pressure should have been on us at that time, right? So I always weigh that. The, the veteran guys that have done it and understand what it takes and – and has gone through it and the pressure that comes with it versus a young guy, you know, that really is just playing. And I'm not sure which is good. You know, you always talk about experience versus that. At, at, at this time of year and when you get to playoffs, uh, I think there's a give and take there in both ways. So it's, it's a really good question because I lived it in Tampa. Uh, you had a coach that never has gone through it, me. I, had no, I was opening the door. Uh, we, we were playing so free and playing so well, I just opened the door. And they didn't have a clue about pressure. They were having a blast. So it's a, it's a really interesting question and interesting dynamic at this time of year. So really high praise from John Torella for this Flyers team. You heard him compare this team to the Cup team with the Lightning. Not saying that the Flyers right now are Stanley Cup contenders, but it went back 
I remember the beginning of the season that Los Angeles Kings win, kind of the time that this shifted for everything in Los Angeles. And Mark Stahl was talking about how this team is too young for their own good. And Sean Couturier has talked about it all the time, but in a positive way. It's like, you're not supposed to be here. It's so much fun. There's no expectations. And that was like that lightning 04 cup team. Yeah, they had a lot of young players, some veterans players, and a young coach, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Tortorella before he, you know, had, had his arm banged up and all. <laughs> he was a young, yeah. you know, he, a young coach coming in, and you, you don't know the pressure that's there at that time. When it, it when you're kind of unexpectedly coming up, it's uh, it's not house money exactly, but it's a lot looser, uh, mm -hmm. you, you know, because that's why trying to repeat is so difficult. Then you realize what it takes. Sometimes it's just like, uh, this is what it's supposed to be like. Well, it's not. It's, it's why people, they always warn players when they, and they're young and they get to the finals in any sport, don't expect this is going to happen because so often you'll hear, well, they just thought it was going to roll on and roll on. It doesn't happen that way. Sometimes it's that youth that kind of gives you a, a, a kind of a margin for kind of error. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, no problem. We'll get over it really quickly. Crowd won't get on us or whatever. I remember Lou Lamorello, legendary GM now with the Islanders. He he tried to put a team together. He said, like the old way college was putting together before portals and all. I need freshmen, I need sophomores, I need juniors, and I need seniors. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what I think Tortorella is uh, kind of alluding to when he was there. He had some veterans, but he also had some kids that just don't know any, young and dumb, I guess is what you say, that they come up young and dumb, and they don't know all the pressure that's on them. As the paychecks get bigger and the wins get bigger, and the expectations get bigger, then it's like, oh man, it's it's uh, there's a lot on me here. So sometimes it's better not to know all that pressure. I agree, and they have so many players you could argue that are in that position. I think Tyson Forrester is a great one. He's got four goals and five points and three games back from his foot injury. He is peaking at the perfect time. You got Cam York playing major minutes. Bobby Brink gets called up his very first game, the first period. He gets a goal. It's like major contributions from these young guys right now. Yeah, and they gave Bobby Orr Brink the uh, mask the other night. And, you know, it's like, awesome. they, they, yeah, they want to see him succeed. And I talked to Tyson, you know, that move that he made to score a goal. And I, and I said, I know you had a shot, but I, I didn't know he had that move in you. And I think he was kind of like, neither did I. <laughs> but but he, he, was, he was surprised. He said he was surprised it went in. I think he was surprised it went in because the goalie was stunned that he didn't take that shot. I was stunned. It's like, yeah. my God. And he just made just a ridiculous move. That beat a guy one on one and uh, made a terrific move. And uh, yeah, he's been critical for them. He's been so good all year. And now some goals are starting to come. So, uh, and, and I don't even know ever, I will say this about that pressure with young players. And I've been around a bit to see guys mature as players. I don't know that York and Forster are ever going to have too much pressure on them. I, I mean, honestly, their two personalities are like, I mean, I think the building could be falling all around them and they'd just be listening to music. I, I Bob Marley, yeah. I, I, don't I don't think that, that the pressure's going to get to those two at all. So I They think are very, very relaxed in the yeah. best way. And I wish I could have some of their chillness. Just Yeah, really. I wish I could take it because I'm a stressed out mess all the time and I wonder how they do it and I don't have the pressure that they have ever. Yes, yeah, yeah it's a, they're the perfect personality to play for Tortorella. They really are. And that leads us to some lineup news in Tyson Forster and Cam York, like we mentioned, shifting a little bit because it seems like Cam Atkinson, he did not take rushes at practice and he was benched. 
the last game against the Lightning. They called up Ronnie Adderd, who we haven't seen in the NHL so far this season, but many Flyers fans know him, and he had a great training camp. And Travis Konechny, we still have a lot of questions about him. It felt optimistic. The Flyers announced it was a day-to-day injury, so you thought, all right, one more game, most likely he'll sit against the Lightning. He'll come back this weekend. Well, wasn't at practice again and has missed three games straight. So you're left with a lineup that looks a lot different than it did two weeks ago. Yeah, Atkinson was not playing well um, at all. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, he'd already had the head-to-head with uh, with Tortorella for a bit, and, he, and he's known him for so long. I'm sure it's very open one way or the other. But this is a weird – this is an awful spot to be in for a veteran player. You want the team to win. But selfishly, you know, if Brink keeps playing like this and Forster keeps playing like this, and how are you going to get back in the lineup? And, you know, that that's that's the key here. And, and that's, that's where they are right now with Atkinson. It, like somebody's going to have to step back a bit. Mm-hmm. Look what happened. Like Couturier was playing well, and then Couturier's play sort of tailed off as he's getting more and more ice time or whatever. And Lawton, who had been playing well, then Lawton started playing well. And, you know, Torts doesn't care. It's just who's playing well. Tortorella has a – for an old guy, he's got a very uh, – new school tech um, kind of attitude toward who plays and who doesn't all of these tech companies, whether it's, I don't care which one you're talking about, Apple, Google, uh, whatever it is, NVIDIA, their motto is they don't care how long you've been there. There's no sacred cow that whoever's doing the best, who's got the best innovation. I don't care if they're 14 years old, they're going to be there. And, and Mm -hmm. I think, Tortorella for an old school coach has a very, very new school approach to that. And that's why Lawton goes up in ice time. Couturier, even after just getting the C, comes down in ice time. And Atkinson, a guy who's been there forever, is not even in the mix until either somebody fails or there's something at practice that Atkinson kind of turns a key. Right. And that's why I saw some questions about Ronnie Adder and why he got called up. And I'm of the impression because of that, Ronnie Adder most likely is going to get a good bit of playing time this weekend for getting called up. They're not just going to call him up to call him up. He's going to contribute most likely right away. Yeah, probably he'll be in. I mean, you look at their banged up status on, you know, on, on D they've got, you know, the injuries that they have to overcome long-term with wrist alignment. And I also think with the trade deadline looming, if they move somebody, they're going to have to have somebody come in and play. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah. and it would be, yeah, would be a little easier if you had a few games under your yeah. skates there. That makes sense. And Jamie Drysdale placed on injured reserve. And we know it's going to be about two weeks before they reevaluate him. And hopefully he can come back in here in mid-March. And now you got a pretty important weekend. I said every weekend is going to be important going forward, but especially this Friday night game against the Capitals. It's in Washington. The Capitals have been jumping up and down with the Devils for that spot right below the Flyers for a playoff seating. So when we say four-point swing games, this is a massive one out. Yeah, it is. And Washington playing better. Washington, um, if you look at the standings, what you really have to look at with Washington is they're plus minus in terms of goals allowed, goals for. I think it's like minus it's 30, almost 30. Um, and they've had, I think I counted over 20 games that they were beaten by more than three goals. It's getting, wow. it's getting, it's, yeah, it's been better lately. So that's, I don't, I think the Flyers, the, their, their attention span should be very, keyed up in this game because Washington's playing better. Ovechkin's actually scoring some goals now. So mm-hmm. I don't think you can approach Washington as they appear in the standings. I think you have to approach Washington as they as they appear over the last few weeks. 
Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then Saturday's game against Ottawa, it's a home game. And frankly, this is just a game you should win. It should be a team you're able to handle their last in the Atlantic 53 points. And this is a game where you need to capitalize on an opportunity. Yeah. And as we mentioned, it's probably going to be the backup goaltender. Yep. So I see you better be buckled down defensively in this thing. And, you know, those are dangerous teams because there's really nothing to lose. You know, mm-hmm. all you're playing for in Ottawa is like, oh, they're going to make some moves. You're going to be there. Uh, and you can cause some, you can disturb people. And Kachuk is a disturber on that team. So it's not going to be just a gimme. Absolutely. A big weekend for the Flyers. We'll see what happens. Thanks for tuning in to South Philly Sauce, an Odyssey original brought to you by 94WIP and Jack Daniels. We'll see you next week.